She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Dawn Newton. the Don Newton podcast. I am your host Don Newton. Hey, if you're looking for some summer reading for the kiddos, specifically ages 8 to 12, I have some books here that I think they're going to love. Joining me today is author Mike Johnston. He's been entertaining your readers with his series Confessions of a Dork Lord. Think Despicable Me meets Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Confessions of a Dork Lord follows Wick through the pages of his journal as he comes up with a genius plan to defeat his foes, achieve greatness, and survive Middle Ages school. Hey, it's great to talk with you. Congratulations on this work, Dork Lord. So we're talking about book two today, but got a great series on your hands right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, it's uh, I love writing fantasy and I love writing for... Uh, middle grade audience for kids. So it's super fun to bring those two things together. And then our talking points, you know, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, and even <laughs> if you are, not we're not dogging on Harry Potter, but this is <laughs> this is this is another <laughs> avenue, something else. And um it it is funny because I'm like I've watched a few of those movies, but I'm not I'm not a not a Trekkie like people are with Star Trek. I don't know what you call yourself with a Harry Potter year. I don't know. Um, So thanks for bringing us another, another venue to, to explore. And these books are fun and they're fun to read. And for people that aren't familiar with Dork Lord, this is the first time they're hearing about it. Tell us about, tell us about it. Sure. Um, So the book is called Confessions of a Dork Lord. And Dork Lord is sort of a play on the term Dark Lord, uh, which is, you know, a character that we see all the time in fantasy books. Um, so if you have read Harry Potter, which we talked about, that would be sort of Voldemort is the sort of big baddie. Or if you like Lord of the Rings, um, you know, Sauron, the guy with the, you know, the ring of power and the black armor. These were Dark Lords, evil overlords. It's kind of like a fantasy trope. It's this character we keep coming back to again and again, but they're always sort of one dimensional. And I, I don't know why, for some reason, I thought the villain, this character was an appealing character. Because I thought, you know, they're always getting it wrong. Like these guys, they always lose in the end. They're they're kind of these perpetual underdogs. And so I was thinking about writing a book about a dark lord, about an evil overlord, a big bad guy. And uh, when I came to it, I came to it as a middle grade book. So I think, you know, maybe he's the son of the dark lord and he's trying to follow in his father's grim and terrible footsteps. And I thought, you know, that's an interesting path and maybe one that I haven't read about. So that that was the sort of genesis of confessions of a dork lord. And do we we have to see you in there? Do we do we see you in there, Mike? You know, I do see myself in there. I'm definitely not an evil overlord. I've uh, never done that. Never conquered the world. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I see myself perhaps in the dork side. I think you know, in a book like this, we try to take a term that maybe is you know negative. Um, it's something that may have even been a hurtful term when I was a child. Um, and, and try to own it and try to turn it around and say, you know what, maybe I was a little bit of a dork and maybe I am writing books about a dork and maybe we just want to own who we are. And that's my character, Wick, Azrael Balgroth the Wicked, a.k.a. Wick, um, is that character. He is someone who isn't fitting in, who isn't living up to his parents' expectations. He's a bit of a dork. And 
part of him is learning to accept who he is and seeing how he can fit into the world. And, you know, I did that too. So I understand. Well, and talk to you about writing for, for middle school, for that age group. Sure. You know, relating to them and staying current. Is this, is this piece, is Dork Lord, is that set in a particular time frame where you have to be aware of all the latest social media cues and what kids are <laughs> saying? Know, de- definitely not in my book. And I think that's a fun <laughs> way. This is a, this is a medieval fantasy. This is Lord of the Rings with comedy. Um, you know, this is for people who love fantasy. Maybe they loved reading The Hobbit or watching the movies. And, but it brings to it, I think, a really contemporary uh, sensibility. So it, it has the humor of, say, Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, set in Lord of the Rings. So it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy mashup. And, and, and I love it because I love fantasy, but sometimes fantasies are really serious. And in a middle grade audience, we like to tell jokes. We like to make fun of things. So this is a, this is a fantasy book that doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, and I think that's a great way for kids to approach fantasy because you know what? Kids' lives are challenging sometimes. It's hard fitting in. It's hard dealing with school with other people. And, you know, humor is a great coping mechanism. And it's, a, it's, it's what got me through that time in my life. And it's what gets my character through it. Middle school. Middle school is, that yeah. is a survival uh, test for sure, <laughs> yeah. and and finding that humor because it is everything is so serious. I remember that age group, the, the hormones, the this going into high school, all of the things that that middle place puts you. Yeah, and finding humor because we did we took everything so seriously. Oh, I have a blemish on my <laughs> face. Oh my god, I mean yeah, it just you know so to to bring the humor to it, I think that's amazing. Yeah, and so many small things can just feel like the end of the world. And, and it takes a long time. It, that still happens to me today, and I'm almost 50. So, you know, we, we, we live with these issues our whole life. Um, and, and so learning to deal with them, learning to have a sense of humor, learning to put things in context, that's what, you know, my character does. But it's, you know, it's what we do in real life. You know, and, you know, we still deal with bullies at, at whatever age we are, sadly. So, um, these are real life skills, and it's it's relatable. We all go through these things. Just doing some research on you too. Your bio switching from <laughs> your career as an architect to a career as mm-hmm. a writer. Your love of of history, reading science fiction and fantasy. What took you to architecture to begin with? And then, of course, we know what yeah. took you out of it. And you know, look, I, I I have a lifelong reader. I think books were one of were my first love. One of the you know one of my first passions was just discovering especially genre fiction, science fiction, and fantasy. Um, those were the things that really caught my attention. And uh, probably what I spent most of my time doing in middle school and high school. Um, so it's a, it's a natural home for me. Architecture was a more adult thing that I discovered. I always, I've loved art, and I loved art history, and I loved architecture. And I, I there's so many things I love about architecture, and it gets me so excited. I when I went into the profession, even when I had my own firm, I found that the profession of architecture was not something I loved as much as actual architecture and traveling the world and visiting buildings, which is something that I still do. I'm always seeing architecture. But the profession didn't have the creativity that I wanted, and that drove me to explore other things, to do other things, and writing was one of them, and, and it, and it, and it you know, it caught on. Um, so I, I still, I'm still an architect in my heart. I still love buildings and architecture, but I discovered that maybe practicing architecture is not what I need to do in life. Switching that from one career to the other mm-hmm. in that transition for yeah. aspiring writers that are in that phase right now, um, sure. teetering which way to put both feet 
What's your advice mm-hmm. to them? Yeah, I think we all um, we all hedge and we all um, you know we you end up having to do two things at once, yeah. and I, I think that's natural. I think you know you'll have one foot in both worlds, um, and you simply have to write and submit it to people. Um, it, it's it can be really painful to to submit your work to people because everyone deals with rejection in all books are most likely rejected at some point. I mean, I certainly I know that, you know, Harry Potter was rejected by an astounding number of publishers in the U.S. before Scholastic purchased it. Um, so even something that would be seen as an obvious buy doesn't always sell, and editors don't always know what to buy and what the best books are. Um, so, you know, you just have to keep, uh, you have to keep working. I, I think making that transition is uh, one of, Really, the challenge is often finding the time because you're probably drawn, you're probably juggling two different professions. So it's finding the time, forcing yourself to work, um, and then having the bravery to put it out there. And that's, that's a challenge always. How many books do you feel or will have you planned for Dork Lord? The first book was called Confessions of a Dork Lord, and the sequel, which came out this week, uh, was Confessions of a Dork Lord, Grave Danger. And I have a third book called Giant Trouble. Land. And no surprise, it's about giants. There's a lot of wordplay in this series. Um, so I, I actually think uh, it's a series could go on and on, but I think three books would be a great number for this series um, and, and a fun way to round it out. So that's, that's the plan right now. This is just absolutely your calling and your passion and purpose. It, and it sounds like you're just having a lot of fun with what you do. Yeah, I... You know, I, I, as I've said, I, I've been a fantasy and science fiction reader my whole life. This is my wheelhouse, the stuff that I love and I feel comfortable with. Um, so I love exploring it. I love writing for adults and I love writing for kids because the two are really, they really complement each other. Um, and I, and when, I, when I spent several years on, on each of my adult fantasies, it was, it was really a breath of fresh air to be able to produce kids' books because you can write them fast. They're funny. There's a lot of humor in it. So I love being in, in the kids' space, and I love dealing with kids. For the first book, Confessions of a Dork Lord, I was able to tour right before the pandemic. So I was able to spend a lot of time visiting two, three schools a day, talking to two, three, four hundred children at each school. And that's, that's an amazing experience to see what kids think, to see how they react to your books when you read them and when you talk about them, to see what excites them and gets them what makes them laugh and gets them interested in books because that's what we're trying to do. We want to get kids interested in books and reading at this age because this is when they first, you know, discover literature and books and hopefully a love for books. So that, that gets me excited. Getting kids into books gets me excited. And kids aren't shy about giving you their opinion. They, they are. Oh, they aren't. <laughs> and if they are bored, you will find out quickly. Um, if you're bored in the audience and the kids start running in circles and talking, you know that you're bombing. Um, you know, so it's, the kids are great. They don't uh, obfuscate. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all out there. They, they'll, they'll let you know if you're doing a poor job. And I love that. That's honesty, you know. It's been great to talk with you. Where can we learn more about you, Mike Johnston, and your work? Sure. Um, if you Google Michael Johnston, uh, author, you'll find my website. But, you know, mostly I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And my handle is M Johnston Author. That's M-J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N Author. And I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter and you can find out all about my books there. And there's a link to my website. Um, recently I've even joined TikTok cause I write for kids and that's a, <laughs> it's a frightening experience for an adult, but I've done it anyway. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Congratulations on this work. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about it. Hey, thanks for listening to the Don Newton podcast and a special thank you to my guest today, author Mike Johnston. 
talking about his hilariously illustrated middle grade series, Confessions of a Dork Lord. For more information about Mike and his work, you can visit his website, michaeljohnstonauthor.com. And be sure and check out my website, donnewton.org. The Don Newton Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton. Okay.